tuning in to another episode of Movie, movie film. film, the podcast where we pick a flick and decide if it's a movie or a film. That's right. I'm Nate, and I'm more beautiful than Cinderella. I smell like pine needles, and I have a face like sunshine. And I'm Terrell, and they're coming to get you, Barbara. Yeah, I, yeah. Don't, I don't know yours. <laughs> what? Oh, that's crazy. I guess I'm just never going to know I, yours. I, I hope the what? listeners at home got that. Who's Barbara? It's a uh, Night of the Living Dead reference. Oh, see, that's a good tie-in for the episode. Exactly. Yes. Resident Evil. Exactly. Zombies. The birth. The big bang for zombie movies. Yeah, did you get my bridesmaids quote? Mm, I didn't. Okay. <laughs> well, now you know. Now I know. But I've definitely seen that movie. Yeah, I mean, I've seen I've Living Dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Resident Evil was the very first zombie movie I've ever seen, and I just watched it for the first time yesterday. I'm so new to this whole zombie, zombie thing. thing. <laughs> okay, well, uh, before we get into Resident Evil, I think we got a little bit of movie movie news news. Yes, we do. Um, it has just been announced that Adris Alba will be replacing Will Smith as Deadshot. That's right, we're talking about Will Smith some more. Yes, more Will Smith news. Uh, Which, you know, good for Idris. I guess he's the Mark Ruffalo to Will Smith's Ed Norton. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's the replacement In which case, yeah. Yeah. Well, I I didn't see uh, the original Suicide Squad. Yeah, I'm I'm fine with that. I saw the first one, and um, it was okay. Like, yeah. I'm not super excited. Well, but. James Gunn, who was fired from the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy series, he wrote and directed the first two films. Mm-hmm. They're using a script for the third one, but he won't be directing because he got like blackmailed by conservative trolls. Right. Uh, with some tweets, some very off-color tweets. Very off-color. Um, so it's interesting that he's coming in to direct Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe I'll see it. Marvel needs a hit, so... Yeah, I mean DC. Yes, yeah, yeah. I mean DC. Marvel's got too many hits. Yeah, they don't know what to do with. Speaking of Marvel, it is rumored that they are planning a R-rated Blade with no other than Wesley Snipes himself coming back. Coming back. I'm all here for that. Now I wonder if it's gonna be part of the rest of the cinematic universe, or. Just a continuation of the other Blade movies. I feel like Blade has always been a standalone, so it'll probably just be like a continuation. Yeah, I'm not familiar own. with the comics, but I imagine he t- he ties into other superheroes. Yeah. So. Definitely a different, much different vibe. Yeah. It was like, what superhero would fit into the world of Blade? Like, who would make an appearance, you know? Oh, you're, you're actually asking me. Oh. No, I'm just throwing it out in the air. You don't have to answer it. I'm just like, I, I don't know who from Marvel exactly would make an appearance. Me neither. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. But regardless, I'm still looking forward to it, you know. It is, the like, the first Marvel movie that, you know... Had box office success. Mm-hmm. You know, it was the start for Marvel. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Marvel is really big now. Now they're coming back to it, which is really cool. Yeah, because 
they need stars now that they're losing everyone pretty yeah. much they're moving on to four. uh phase four can't keep up yeah. i can but i don't know if i want to it's a new phase of superheroes and, and you know what i mean new stories yeah. new characters yeah huh? it's what a world what a world looking forward to it whether you know it's cool that uh, it's gonna Disney's happen. gonna be putting out an R-rated movie under the Marvel name. Yeah. Because they tend to stick with family fare. Um, I guess Deadpool and Logan, both uh, Fox properties now, I guess, owned by Disney, mm-hmm. uh, had lots of success with the R-rating superhero. So, yeah. Yeah, do Disney doing R-rated movies. Interesting. Probably not gonna smoke any cigarettes I know Disney <laughs> stays away from that <laughs> it'll be um lightly hinted at smoking you think yeah it'll be some smoke coming yeah, from off screen right. it'll be some, like what's like that like a fog <laughs> yeah or something <laughs> and that's all I have for uh movie movie news news that's that's it you? yeah kind of slow news day I guess yeah. or news week there's always superhero stuff to talk about but <laughs> Yeah, what I really want to talk about are two movies that I saw recently mm-hmm. that I guess we won't be devoting full episodes to, so we'll talk about now. Mm-hmm. The first of those two is Papillon. I don't know if I'm saying that right. It's French. It's a, It was a remake of a prison escape movie, uh, but this was uh, released last year with uh, Charlie Hunnam and... Oscar winner Rami Malek and uh, old timey prison is really fun and scary and it looked I feel like I say it looked good about every movie but (laughs) I like the scenery (laughs) like uh, just the decrepit jail cells and the like they try to escape by by boat at one point and the ocean looks really cool (laughs) and uh, lots of some twists and turns it's definitely an epic and just the second movie I wanted to talk about, also a prison escape movie, Even prison much different movies. tone. I know, I know. Ever <laughs> since uh, Ben Stiller's Escape at Dannemora miniseries on Showtime that I loved, uh, I'm just big on prison escapes. So Paddington Two. <laughs> what? Yeah, Paddington escapes from prison. Spoiler. Um, I watched it. It's on HBO. I haven't seen the first one. I'm familiar with. The idea, it's a bear that lives in London that likes marmalade, and he's very wholesome. So I, and I kept hearing how good Paddington 2 was. Yeah, doesn't was. it have like a 100% rating? It, it was one of the best rated movies of last year, yeah. or of the past few years, I think. And I see why it was incredible. Oh my goodness. Um, so wholesome, uh, really touching. It's kind of what we need right now. Mm-hmm. A lot of great performances from a uh, wonderful <laughs> English act. What? Uh, Sally no, Hawkins go ahead. is in it. Another Oscar winner. Uh, uh, I think Brandon Gleason, one of the Gleasons, is in it. Uh, Peter Capaldi is in it. One of the old Doctor Who's. Uh, ben Wishaw as Paddington is awesome. The movie's funny. Visually inventive. It's essentially... Uh, Biting the st- visual style of Wes Anderson, but using it for kids mm-hmm. uh, in a really cool way. And the bear is adorable. <laughs> and my heart grew a couple sizes. Aww. <laughs> I hear you so, just yeah, like. So, yeah, two so prison excited. break movies 
and they're different, it, but both good. The fact that you're calling Paddington 2 a prison movie really threw me off. Oh, you know what? I said I was just going to talk about 2, but I just remembered I did watch a third movie that featured a prison. <laughs> <laughs> I rewatched Toy Story 3. Oh, man. Wow. Another kid's movie with the prison. They break out of daycare, and it's awesome. It's an awesome heist. I like that movie a lot. Mm-hmm. But... I'm going to ask you what you saw recently. Recently, I saw two movies. um, But the one I'm going to talk about is Under the Skin, Mm. starring Scarlett Johansson. It is a very odd piece of film. Um, It is a very quiet movie. And it does very simple things that you have to pay attention to. You you have to notice, like, why is it showing people doing regular stuff? Why is she having this reaction to things? And if if you go into go into go in, if you watch this movie, go into it knowing nothing about it. Then stop talking about it. <laughs> Hey, I'm not going to spoil the movie. Because I got to watch it still. All right. (laughs) But the ending. (laughs) But the ending. But the ending (laughs) is interesting. I think that reveal is interesting. And that's all I will say about it. Um, However, I will say I don't think I enjoyed it that much. Oh. Up until then, you made it seem like right. I, I watch it. I'm, I'm telling people go watch it so they can make up their own mind. Hmm. I don't want people to not watch it because I didn't really enjoy it. But you know, it does from the trailers and uh, what I've seen of it. It does seem like one of those movies that would kind of alienate the viewer. Yeah, and I guess there's people that don't like feeling alienated. Hmm, alienated. It's a real divisive right. piece, probably. <laughs> so you're either going to love it or you're going to hate it. I don't think there's going to be any in between. Well, speaking of movies that people probably either love or hate, today's main feature, Resident Evil. Yes. I don't imagine there's a lot of people that are just lukewarm on Resident, Resident Evil. Evil. Yeah. Um, I just watched it for the first time yesterday, but... Uh, could you tell our listeners a little bit about your relationship with this flick? Yes. Okay, so I saw this movie in theaters when I was a kid. And I wasn't the biggest fan of Resident Evil, the video game, because it was scary. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, you saw me play the new Resident Evil that just came out, and it was a bit much. Yeah, still. I mean, it was pretty... I didn't enjoy watching you play. Yeah, you you had to walk out. <laughs> it was not you had fun to go. as a passive viewer. So when I saw that they were releasing a movie, I was just, I was all about it. I was just like, Michelle Rodriguez is in it. I I was so into her. She's fresh off uh, uh, Fast and Furious. Mm -hmm. Mila Jovovich. Uh, Jovovich. Jovovich. I in my doing my research, I found out that her name is pronounced Jovovich. Jovovich. The J is is not a hard J. It's a soft one. Yeah, and she was in Fifth Element. Right. You know what I mean? So, like, it had two very strong women in it that I really liked. And I was just like, okay, I'm going to go see this. And it's Resident Evil. It's zombies. It's scary. It's action. 
mm-hmm. about it. I can do scary movies, not so much scary games. The movie's directed by Paul W.S. Anderson. And a little fact that it had a budget of $33 million and it made $103 million. So it was a... And spawned how many sequels? I want to say six sequels. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought it was like 20-something. Yeah, no, it was very <laughs> lucrative. They, they really milked that cow. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, yeah. But it all started... Well, the movies all started with the 2002's Resident Evil. Yeah. Did you know that, and the reason I did uh, Night of the Living Dead, is that George A. Romero almost wrote and directed a version of this movie. He wrote a script. Yeah. And uh, it was rejected. Mm Mm-hmm. And that makes me very angry when I read that. Because... (laughs) I didn't like the way zombies were done in this movie. You didn't like didn't the way? Like, no. No. I felt like they were reminiscent, especially when they first popped up, they were reminiscent they were so to incons- A Night in the Living Dead. They were so inconsistent. Every scene, there were different kinds of zombies. They didn't have any rules. <laughs> I don't know if I should just start with them. Um, yeah, what, what do you mean? I had issues with this. With this what do you mean different picture. kinds of zombies? So when we first see the zombie, which is what? half an hour into the movie yeah it's about a half an hour to 40 minutes yeah into the movie. um so a woman uh, approaching uh rain michelle rodriguez's character mm-hmm. who i will be referring to as rain because that's a fun name yeah. <laughs> uh approaching rain very slowly rain thinks she's just someone that needs help mm-hmm. but then she attacks rain rain doesn't know that it's a zombie because yeah. this is the kind of zombie movie where they don't know about the concept of zombies. Yeah, the um, this is like the the infection has just started to spread, mm-hmm. right? So they this is their first encounter period. Yes, and this is the only time one of the characters gets bit by a zombie is in the first encounter. Yeah, even though every encounter afterwards involves way more zombies in way close closer quarters yeah um but see i don't want to spend this whole episode nitpicking because it's (laughs) so easy to do with this it's it's clunky it's a clunky one i think yeah um but if you you know strap in and enjoy the ride it is possible to do so so long as you can handle 100 minutes of uh 2000s uh industrial what is it industrial music is that did you not like the music because that's not the music that's not i don't know what that was but that was not the music that kind of music from my fortunately i'm not capable of making (laughs) no it's i i okay when it started it brought me back to a time when that kind of music was in everything Mm -hmm. Uh, i definitely uh, like the opening credits to Fight Club has that kind of music. Mm-hmm. Um, the music this is just throughout the whole thing. It's mm-hmm. constant. Mm-hmm. So at first I was like, oh yeah. But then it's just punctuating everything. Even things that don't need to be punctuated. I think the music is a high point. I, re- I really like the music in this movie. I oh. think that it's so fitting 
and the set it looks industrial and it looks metal and it looks hard and the music is electronic and it's metal mm-hmm. and it's hard i i think it's just the set and the music and the action they complement each other you know um did you know marilyn manson uh had a hand in the music right yeah so it kind of sounds that way kind of sounds a little rock a little it's very dark mm-hmm. yeah it sounds like um, trash cans, metal trash cans getting knocked over by a, a garbage truck. And like also the sound of like the truck backing up, like the beep. <laughs> <laughs> this movie is my memory of Hot Topic. <laughs> Just the aesthetic. Oh, okay. Um,. It captures that, yeah. It's it has a vision, mm-hmm. and it gets it. Yeah. I guess we, we should, let's start with the opening. Yeah. Okay. So because I loved the opening. The opening's great, right? That slow shot in. Yeah, the slow zoom. It reminded me of two thousand one, A Space Odyssey, right off the bat. Mm-hmm. That that score is playing. They're in a, even, a lab. Even before the sinister computer came into play, I was like two thousand one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I, I don't remember his name. What was his name? If you don't remember, there's no way I made it. <laughs> it was only until after I watched this movie that I realized I had no idea what Mila Yoko, Yo, Yokovic. <laughs> yeah. What? What? Her, that her character's name was Alice. Um. At which point, yeah, I get it. The Red Queen, Alice. Yeah, it was uh, it was homage to uh, to Alice in Wonderland. Right. So his name was Spence. The character name okay, is Spence. Yes, Spence. Yeah. So Spence is in the lab and he's stealing the virus and the antivirus, and then he cracks open yeah. the virus and it becomes airborne. Mm-hmm. Right. And then the computer job is to contain the virus and so it starts to lock everything down and spray gas that knocks everyone out it kills everyone can't risk anyone getting out exactly and it shuts down the elevator and then the elevator starts to fall with people in it very exciting sequence this is very exciting this is probably the most traumatizing thing for me to see as a kid i don't know why it still hunts me to this day every time i get on an elevator so this woman is just like Okay, I can squeeze through the elevator, push me out, but she gets stuck, mm-hmm. and then the elevator starts moving her again. Head. Only her head. Only her head is out. Oh man! It does the fake out. You think the elevator's going down, but then yeah. it stops at the last second, mm-hmm. then goes up. Right, and it takes her head off. It decapitates her. Yeah, right? it's and implied that it takes her head off. The yeah. movie doesn't give us the pleasure of seeing her head come off. Right, that's when the title card comes up. That right. this is Resident Evil. And then we get to see our main character, Alice, played by Mila Jovovich. 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 Mila. Mila. Alice. And Paul W.S. Anderson's wife. Yes. Yes. They met on this movie and married. Mm-hmm. And made many movies since. Yes. Um, yeah, okay, so we run into her, and she has amnesia. She can't remember yep. anything. Um, she's in this mansion and there's a dress laid out on the bed for her she puts it on Mm -hmm. it's a very sexy dress 
Yeah, and not not a great dress to then spend the next. <laughs> yeah. However long it, of the movie took place, but yeah, she's you know, wearing this red dress with the skinniest little straps. Yes, you gotta be you gotta be sexy while you're fighting zombies. She's a soldier. Yes, she is a soldier. Which we find out because a uh, SWAT team or a team that resembles a SWAT team, we learn, find out their sanitation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they come in. Uh, and that's where we meet Rain, my favorite character of the movie. Rain is just such a like a tough, badass woman. Yeah, Spence is like, "What are you doing? Let me go!" And then Rain just says, "Blow me!" Takes off her helmet. Bam! That's Michelle Rodriguez doing the Michelle Rodriguez face. The Actually, that was movie. Matt. As far as I'm concerned, they're the same. <laughs> they're all he's, Spence. He, he's the one that does the heel turn. Like, he gets his memory back and then remembers that he's the villain? That's Spence. Spence is the one that remembers oh. he's the bad guy. Matt is the other guy. He's the guy that's in the house. Oh, he's the one, the nemesis program at the end? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 him. Um, so, they, they didn't have uh, memorable character uh, traits, except that one of them also had amnesia. Yeah. Um, Seemed like the one that knew who he was didn't really know who he was either, though. <laughs> That's more the script's fault. <laughs> Alright, so they go underground to the hive. They let them know that, you know, they're going down there to see what happened. Yes. Because the computer went crazy and killed everyone. Mm-hmm. They go down there. They go into this room to go and cut her off. And she has defenses. Yes, let's talk about these lasers. Okay, yes. Let's the talk lasers. about this laser sequence. Lasers are the most early 2000s thing I <laughs> think of, other than, which we see a couple minutes later, holograms. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the lasers come out. Uh, the first part of the movie that reminded me of a video game when the lasers come out, because mm-hmm. instead of just slicing everyone up that's in this corridor at once, it's just one laser comes out. Mm-hmm. That's easily avoidable by all but one person. Yeah, because she doesn't see it coming. Yeah. She's not paying attention, and it takes her head off. Yeah, then there's the other laser that's, like, a little more tricky mm-hmm. that gets another person. Yeah, he goes to jump, and it jumps up with him, yeah. cuts him in half, and the other guy pulls himself all the way up to the ceiling. Mm-hmm. So he's, like, he's good. But little did he know this whole time, the laser, <laughs> the computer, I guess, was just, like... <laughs> Being a little sassy red queen, a little sassy yeah. queen, just by playing. not destroying everyone all at once with these crisscross lasers that you can't avoid. You can't avoid, yeah. It kind of just turns them into, like, chuck, like, chunks of, of yeah. meat, pretty yeah. much. He's just a pile of flesh afterwards. Yep. And so right right off the bat, we lose a bunch of characters, yeah. which is good, because at that point in the movie, I was thinking there's, there's too there's many There's too people. many characters. I'm surprised they all died at once, though. But I liked what I re- it did. I remember watching it as a little kid and not thinking the the leader of the SWAT team was going to die. Right. I was very surprised. I was just like, oh, man, that's it for him? Because mm-hmm. he seemed very important up until that point. Right. And that was it for him. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of cliche. Yeah. yeah. He would go early he would. as I, the only black guy. But at least he wasn't the first one to die in the room. Yeah. No. I liked that. I liked his... Uh, that, character too yeah um he seemed to be the only person that knew what what was going on Mm -hmm. or he was the only person with any confidence but i mean then him dying left everyone else in a panic and instantly thrusted into survival mode yeah which i'm i'm guessing is what 
the game does. Yeah. He actually comes back, though, in uh, another Resident Evil movie. Is it him or is it a clone of him? It's a clone. <laughs> you know it. It's a clone. <laughs> yeah. So the next they go into the room and they actually shut her off. They shut the Red Queen off and she warns After them. After like a 12 minute monologue. Yeah. With she, this little uh, six year old British girl hologram. Mm -hmm. That's how the Red Queen presents herself because it was like the programmer's daughter. Yeah. Computer programmers always trying to put their children into... <laughs> <laughs> like just go home and spend time with your kids programmers okay don't, don't bring them into your work because it never goes well right it never goes even though i was kind of on the red queen side mm -hmm. for most of the movie especially later on when she was like hey you gotta kill michelle rodriguez she got bitten yeah the movie wants you to feel like she's the bad guy but yeah, she they keep calling is the computer a bitch over and over again she's, this bitch computer she's trying to save the world here mm-hmm which they kind of just toss aside for... Which is interesting because you they know, set up Umbrella to be this super evil corporation. Mm -hmm. So you you expect the computer to be evil. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I was supposed to be siding with the computer, but I was. Mm -hmm. It made sense, everything it was saying. I think watching it now, it made it makes sense. But watching it as a little kid, I was just like, the Red Queen is just bad. Like, no, yeah. like, she's just trying to stop them. But that's just, like, kid logic. Mm -hmm. uh, something I found very frustrating about this movie, while watching it, having not played the video games, um, I felt like I was missing a lot because I hadn't played the video games. Mm -hmm. There was, um, seemed just a lot of information that was just thrown at me that maybe didn't come up again or just, like, small things. And then I read, after watching the movie, that fans of the video game were really annoyed that this movie wasn't a faithful adaptation yeah um so what was all that stuff i had to suffer through yeah the the only <laughs> true tie-ins to the the video game at the this phase in the franchise was that it was raccoon city city umbrella corporation um, yeah, it's good and, they kept that name raccoon and, city and uh, the <laughs> zombies pretty let's much throw away everything except for raccoon city. city that's the name that they gave it i mean that's the game that's the name that they gave it in the game i know so. but it sounds like they didn't do other something <laughs> what i'm saying is i at first i was like forgiving of things in the movie because i wasn't coming into it as a fan of the game but then mm -hmm. when i found out that <laughs> that wasn't even the case i, I just got angry Oh. I just got bitter. Yeah, none of the characters from the video Rodriguez game. Face while looking at my phone, reading that fact. None of the characters from the video game were in this one. I remember. I remember being like, "Well, why not put Jill or Chris or you know anyone in it?" But I shortly got over that with the mm -hmm. next movie because it had characters from the video game in it. Oh. You know what I mean? Each one after that put characters. This was supposed to kind of be like a prequel mm -hmm. but yeah well apparently George A. Romero's script was more faithful to the movie or to the video game series mm -hmm. and that's what the studio didn't like yeah um, also they said it was too violent it would have got an NC-17 rating well you know they would cut some stuff down I it would have been interesting to see George A. Romero do this kind of thing it would have been completely different. 
Yeah. 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 I mean, I he's, he's the, the king of zombies. The godfather of zombies? I don't know. The godfather of zombies. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, so they shut down the Red Queen, and that releases all the zombies. All the doors are unlocked, and the zombies are set free. Yes. Yeah, and this is their mistake that they must pay for. Right, and that's when we... That's around when we lose one of the characters, right? Yeah. When they have to leave leave one of the people behind. Leave one of the people behind? the, The leave me behind scene. No, that's much later. That's oh. when they're in the tunnel with the pipes and stuff. Okay, we're, so we're not there yet. The they shut down the computer and then they meet up back in that like the industrial room with the foggy floor. Like there's fog on the ground mm-hmm. and stuff. Then they meet up there and then that's when the, the zombies come out to them. Okay, so that's our first like big gunfight. Yeah, that's okay. when all the shooting happens. So but it happened. How did you feel about the zombies? Because you said you didn't you didn't like them, right? Yeah, I didn't like the way this movie did zombies. Yeah, what about them? Uh, the rules weren't clear. Mm-hmm. The 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 virus just seemed to suit the needs of the screenplay for whatever scene they were in. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, they said it was like uh, it evolves. Yeah. So that's they said it was a pathogen. Good, so a good it way went, to get around it. It yeah. went air, and then it went. Um, it went air, it went liquid to air and then it went to um a transfer to bite which is like right you know what i mean so the zombies they didn't feel like a threat after the first encounter i liked the first encounter a lot but then it wasn't like that i thought it was going to be more like things popping up and then smaller attacks but it was these hordes that seemed to be pretty easily avoidable mm-hmm. um yeah <laughs> it, I, I wasn't scared scared at all um, i don't think the movie's scary no me neither i don't have a problem with the zombies i think they are I like classic the zombies. I like the I, zombie dogs. The zombie dogs are cool and and true true to the game. Those are in the game. Yeah, so those are true to the game. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I like it when dogs die in movies. Yeah, the dogs get killed and you have no remorse for them because they are zombies and they're they would tear her apart. Yes, but also I just in as a general rule. Yeah. Um, I think dog violence in movies is. Uh oh. Um, <laughs> this is a long held belief. It's it's just very serious. People get very. You don't need to set up like this character of a dog for you to feel the impact of its death. Whereas, mm-hmm. uh, hum- human characters can die in movies and you feel nothing. Mm-hmm. And I like feeling something when I watch movies. Mm-hmm. Like how I turned that around. I like dogs getting killed because I'm so empathetic and I love oh, feelings. Oh my goodness! I'm just so sensitive. So, you know, kill dogs in movies, keep them alive in life. Oh, my goodness. That's how I feel. It's kind of like that that one movie. Have you ever seen uh, Funny Games? Yes. Yeah, because they break all the rules in that mm-hmm. movie. They kill the dog first, mm-hmm. and then they kill the child. Mm-hmm. Do you feel sorry for any of them? That's such a messed up movie. <laughs> uh, yeah, I felt sorry. Yeah. All right, so... The zombies come. I think they're they're pretty 
cool. the The makeup on them looks great. They not are for me. not enough. I think they scaled it back. But is yeah, but it's R. It's an R rating. It's a very soft R. Yeah. 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 They didn't want too much gore in the style of George A. Romero. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because there's that scene uh, when the guy gets pulled in the elevator. I liked that. I pictured George doing that and like having them like pull out his like stomach. I and was stuff. waiting for that. And I like that kind of stuff. It's, it's more <laughs> so just a POV of him underneath and them like reaching at him. Mm -hmm. It's more of that, which I also liked. I don't need to see like. Like you can have it both ways. You can. Also, although this movie is R rating, they are trying to turn it into like a big franchise. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's what it becomes. It becomes very, mm -hmm. a very commercial film. Yes, much like the zombies, this uh, IP did not die. <laughs> <laughs> Cannot die. Um. <laughs> Yeah, so, I mean, they pretty much have to get out. There's a timer set. They only mm -hmm. have, like, maybe an hour to get out. Yes. Um, and so they have to get back to the train that they came on. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, Rain has been bit at least five times by now. Yeah. And I just remember as a kid being like, oh, no, Michelle's going to die. Like, she's amazing. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, she's great in this movie. She's totally boss. Yeah, she's her and the Red Queen were the only characters I could get by. You didn't like Alice? I think Mila Alice was... Alice didn't give me anything. She She's beautiful. She's beautiful. Uh, even I... in the... <laughs> we can talk about the hospital okay. gown later. But... Okay. okay. <laughs> um, the movie characters... Like, movie amnesia makes it hard for me to... How did you think the flashbacks were handled? Because I know... So, yeah, they did the thing where you can't really grasp what's happening. You mm -hmm. see some, like, visual motif. Like, you see, like, some crows and some... I think she was in, like, a cemetery, right? Yeah, they're in the cemetery. Mm -hmm. The camera's, like, it's constantly in motion, swooshing yeah. back and forth. Yeah, I liked how jarring it was. I mean, that definitely... It's very bright and the, blue. What the character... Yeah, it's, like, oversaturated, mm -hmm. um, over, or overexposed... Uh, light blinding it yeah uh yeah i was i was fine with that it definitely would have been worse if the the flashbacks were super long scenes yeah no they were very quick um, and very to the point of alice you know you def discovering that alice was going to take the umbrella corporation down mm -hmm. but she was working for them as well yes. so she was the inside man mm-hmm she was going to be the whistleblower. And mm -hmm. then we find out the her male counterpart. Mm -hmm. Her uh, pretend, her play husband. Yes. Um, had other plans in mind. Yes, which he remembers at the perfect moment to grab a gun and yeah. take the heel turn. <laughs> uh, did not care for that actor. You didn't? No. Oh, I'm not saying that in defense of him. Okay. I'm just like... I don't know. I don't think I've had a, a, a problem with anyone's acting performance in this because I, I feel like everyone's fine. Oh, um... I feel like I, feel like I really liked Milan's acting performance in this movie. 
Like what about like what did she do that? She did her own stunts, which she, is cool. Yeah, I mean, she was just she was tough. Cool. There, there's that scene. Uh, there's a few. There's like two scenes that are like really good for her. There's the scene where she remembers when she's standing there and she's looking around. I don't know. I feel like that's a really, really good acting scene for her, mm-hmm. as well as when uh, Rain is about to when they're on the train and rain puts her head down and they have that little moment it's it's the way she says i could kiss you bitch she says it so like soft and so many times and 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 (laughs) it's so sincere and honest and soft that you might miss it if you're not paying attention Mm -hmm. something really small like that i really like like yeah, that was a, yeah, yeah. That's a good like she's really good and Michelle Rodriguez is really good as well because you see her go from this really strong character to this really weak character because the virus yeah. is now taking a toll on her yeah and you can really yeah. f- I agree with that though she does do her scowl like her signature scowl yeah. a lot throughout the film but uh, you do get a sense as the movie progresses that she's like trying to uh appear stronger than she is mm-hmm. uh, so I mean they have to turn on the Red Queen to get around and then the Red Queen reveals to them that um, she's been a bad bad girl mm-hmm. and she's created this monster yes it's the, called the liquor yes it's called the liquor it is from the video game okay it has a long tongue yeah it, uh, it reminded me of when uh, the first trailers for the Tom Hardy Venom movie came out and mm-hmm. people were sexualizing <laughs> the character design of Venom because of his tongue that's yeah. what the liquor I wonder if uh, the internet were what it is today back in 2002 right if, uh, the, oh, I there, actually there's imagine. probably a lot of uh, fan art yeah and a liquor erotica yeah. I mean, it's called the liquor. liquor yeah yeah so the liquor is out and it's a mean machine, you know? It's yes. just, uh, if I saw that thing, I would just be like, okay, I mean, I, I don't stand a chance. Mm-hmm. Like, I wouldn't know how to fight it. It's like a giant cat or something. It's uh, it's quite a creature. Yeah, it was once human, and now it's this beast. Yeah. That's what the virus does. It and mutates. They, they... They destroy it by, like, nailing its tongue down or stabbing the tongue? Yeah. they. So, uh, towards the end of the movie, they get to the train, and they get the virus and the antivirus. There's a cure, right? And they get on the train, and uh, they give the cure to to Rain, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and they're on their way back to safety, and then, surprise, surprise, the monster is on the train. Yep. Monster kills. It kills the conductor, the the guy conducting mm-hmm. the train. It kills him, and it scratches Matt. Yes. Now, now we know that a bite or a scratch will infect you. So yes. you know he's in trouble. And all she has is a is a single hand gun, mm-hmm. and she is fighting this thing, um, and. It sticks it, its tongue out on her leg, and what she does is she takes a pipe and she stabs it. Right. And then the pipe. the pipe. And then they have to open the floor door so it can fall through. Yes. 
But now, rain, unfortunately. Yeah, well, not unfortunately. I was waiting for that. He was reading. It, I mean, it, it's a pretty cool reveal. Well, she looks like, great. I didn't like that she kept the characteristics of rain. She does the neck snap. It's very showy. Yeah, and unlike all the other uh, well, zombies thus far, each which is what I mean by being inconsistent. Well, they the Red Queen explained that the the zombies, although unintelligent, maintain some memory. But the other characters, like the other zombies, didn't. We saw some of the characters that turned into zombies in the mm-hmm. beginning in the office uh, scene, which. Honestly, I kind of wish for longer. I or I wish the whole movie was about. I mean, the facility on lockdown, and then everyone's dying, and maybe even it ends with everyone dying anyway. Mm-hmm. But I, I liked that concept. Matt's sister as a zombie mm-hmm. isn't like the other zombies as well, because the way she approaches him, mm-hmm. right? She approaches him very calmly and wide-eyed, kind of with this sad look in her eyes. When she gets close enough, then she becomes aggressive. Okay, so zombies that know the people that they're attacking are just a little slower. Maybe. <laughs> and trickier. <laughs> and a little trickier. They're like, oh, hey, I know this person. And then there's I'm going to eat you. Take over. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so she becomes a zombie. The, the cure didn't work for her because it was too late and she got bit too many times. Should have just killed her with the axe when they had the chance. Yeah. No, I don't agree with that. (laughs) Why not? Then they would have avoided all the other stuff because the Red Queen would have been down. Like, they would have upheld their agreement with the Red Queen who really just wanted them to destroy the virus. Yeah, but then you would have killed Michelle right there. You would have killed Rain right there. So. And the cure is right there. We know the cure is right there. Just get her the cure. It's like that little bit of hope yeah. that you're that the audience has for a character that would, you become because, attached to. Because I was so attached to Rain and I was only her kind of point of view was really the only one I could get behind during that scene when she was shouting, just do it, just kill me already. Mm-hmm. I was just thinking about how horrifying it would be to be in that situation where you're just accepting her death and you're waiting for it and the mm-hmm. person with the axe just like won't do it mm-hmm. that and just extending that moment right before you're gonna die yeah. i mean <laughs> i was getting really mad at uh alice for not for not killing my girl right i i wouldn't have i'm not chopping nobody's heads off that that's alive and <laughs> that's that's not what's happening i'm gonna wait i'll wait till you become a zombie and then i'll do it you know which is pretty much what happens to her she becomes a zombie and they shoot her and uh in shooting her she presses the button mm-hmm. the, the liquor falls and burns on the rails yep yeah and they get out they make it back to the mansion at the beginning of the movie yep but matt has been scratched and his arm yes. starts to mutate and then some mysterious folks yeah the scientists yeah the scientists come in and they take them up they separate them and that's where you get the name the nemesis project which if you are a fan of resident evil hearing that name probably excited you because that is uh the big bad in resident evil 3 Mm. yeah it's like this big mutated thing with a rocket launcher has a rocket launcher as a weapon. Wow. Yeah. I don't know how you beat that. 
you you don't <laughs> you don't you just explode <laughs> and so then we get our second scene of Alice waking up not knowing where she is this mm-hmm. time she has a bunch of tubes mm-hmm. and she's wearing the I don't know if I can even call it a meta, uh, hospital gown it's a it's like a it's a paper towel uh, it's a sheet paper. yeah in the front and, and then in the back like, taped yeah. but it doesn't go all the way down and mm-hmm. it's um you know might have been what Mila Jokovic Jovovich wore uh, when she walked down the aisle to her <laughs> husband Paul W.S. Anderson. Yeah, she's been experimented on and she's in this room and no one is there to let her out so she has to break out. She, yep. get, she gets out into the city and it's, the city. it's everyone's worst nightmare. Yes. The infection has spread out into the world and out into Raccoon City. Yeah, and it looks like she's got a Will Smith, I am legend, uh, type of thing yeah. coming up, but cut to credits. That's the end. This ending is one of my favorite endings for a movie. It's definitely a good cliffhanger for a sequel. Yeah. <sighs> she's just like, she walks out. She's like, she like is so like, maybe not confused, but like overwhelmed a little mm-hmm. by what's happening. But then she just finds a shotgun. Yeah. She clocks it, and she's just like, bring it on. Mm-hmm. I just get so excited. I'm just like, oh, my God, there's going to be another one. Oh, my God, I can't wait for another one. And then that slow zoom out, and then you just see the city in ruins. Yeah, in ruins. And then it just cuts to black. Yeah, I think this was one of the... There were a couple points in this movie for me where it kind of suggested an idea or a concept just hinted at something that I think would have been more interesting than what we ended up watching the whole movie. What's that? Um, like, I would have... Not that I was bummed that the movie ended <laughs> when it did, but the idea of her in this city by herself is... I mean, I guess that's the second movie, but yeah. uh, that's interesting. That what, what I said before about the medical facility under lockdown. Mm-hmm. I thought that was interesting, but we only get a couple minutes of that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, mo- yeah, stuff like that comes back in the later sequels. Yeah, I don't like franchises. I guess <laughs> it's annoying. They don't. They only tease, and I guess that's part of the business. Of yeah, that's the draw is getting you to come back. Yep. Yeah. So, Resident Evil movie or film. <laughs> Come on, I'm being serious here. I almost want to retroactively call Silence of the Lambs a film just because I don't want it to be in the same category as this. Too bad. Yeah, yeah it's a movie. It's a movie. It's Too a video bad. game movie. It is it is a video game movie, and it is one of the better video game movies, honestly. Um, I'm sure Doom doesn't hold up. I liked Doom when I was little. I'm sure it doesn't. Um, I'm trying to think. Of video game movies now. I mean, uh, Paul W.S. Anderson also did Mortal Kombat, which is right. also one of the better and uh, popular video game movies. Does also, Tron count as a video game movie? Was Tron a video game before? No, it was I a guess movie? like it's got like a. Yeah, most video game movies are pretty bad. I will say, despite the the bad press it got and bad, just I didn't hear anything good about it. Uh, last year's Tomb Raider reboot 
starring Alicia Vikander, mm-hmm. I really liked. I know. And actually, that ties into my uh, choice for future features because Lara Croft, Alicia Vikander, is going to be starring in a short film directed by uh, Mike Mills, who did 21st Century Women, and uh, a movie with uh, Ewan McGregor and Christopher Plummer, uh, Beginners, that I really liked. Mm-hmm. He's uh, directing Alicia Vikander in a short film called I Am Easy to Find. And it is tied into the new album from one of my favorite bands, The National. And I'm excited for that because I like this director and I like this actress. I mm-hmm. loved her in uh, Ex Machina. And like I said, I like I liked the, t- the new Tomb Raider. It was a nice throwback to like just plain old adventure. I don't know. felt until the CGI stuff at the end that mm-hmm. came out felt... Uh, <laughs> I mean, it was kind of a direct copy of the of, of the, the newer, the yeah, the newer yeah. story. Also, I I'm just a sucker for Walton Goggins. You started playing the game after you watched that movie. Did you ever finish it? Oh, I got the demo for the second game in the series. Mm-hmm. I played the first one previously. Though. Okay. And I I just had the demo. I started it and never finished yeah. it. I never went back to it. Well. Uh, for your uh, yeah future feature, I am looking forward to Captive State. Mm-hmm. It's like a alien invasion movie with uh, John Goodman, Aston uh, Sanders, who I've been interested in since mm-hmm. Moonlight. I right. just want to see w- what he does. Yeah, I've been waiting for him to have yeah. more of a. Yeah, I think he did like one movie since. He had like a small role in like a ensemble yeah i forget what it was yeah he's actually leading this movie cool and it comes out this month and kiki lenny yeah is in it uh from if bell street could talk mm-hmm. so that's two um yeah two black leads yeah two black leads two uh jenkins uh um past stars to Barry Jenkins, right. you know, actors in this. So I, I am looking forward to. I, I wonder if it'll that. have the feel of a Jenkins film. <laughs> yeah. It looks completely different. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, just a heads up about our next episode. Yeah. We're going to be th- actually another <laughs> zombie. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it's pretty disrespectful to call it a zombie movie. We're going to be talking about Coco. Yes, Coco, a great animated uh, flick. Yeah, I'm I'm excited to watch that again and to talk about it. Yeah, I haven't seen it since I went to the movies to go see it. Oh, it's on Netflix, so, uh, I mean, you should wait to watch it with me next week. But for you listening, maybe uh, give it a rewatch. Or if you haven't seen it for the first time, get on that. Yeah, what are you waiting for? Get on that. And that's it for movie, movie, film, film. Yes, it is. Resident Evil Rock. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Sorry that I didn't like one of your favorites. It's movies. okay. You 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 show people things you want them to like it, but you can't control the outcome. Hello, listeners. Just a heads up. If you have any questions, you can refer them to our email at moviemoviefilmfilm at gmail.com 
or you can locate us on Twitter at MovieFilmPod. We would love to hear from you.